putting away his news cap. Is he still right here? No, he just stepped out. Go so out there and see if you smell something. You smell something? Hey. You smell is anything, it a cooking? Is it a cooking smell? Uh, oh, sorry. I'm over here. Right. Uh, we were just having that discussion in the hallway. Um, I think what happened... I hope to God that's a cooking smell. I, I believe what had happened is um, one of the gals in the afternoon, the short one, uh-huh. she heated up some no. odd vegetable no. and fish no. combination. Oh, you the... can't microwave fish, people. God. It, it's not, fish it's, is not meant to be microwave number one. So, it smells it's like a really, bad pair of tennis shoes. It's really bad. It's awful. It's like microwave these steak. people eat at home. Yeah. <laughs> I, wa- I can't function. I walked out. After I did that update, I went, what the hell? It's a combination of wet tennis shoes and sauerkraut. That's exactly what it is. Of which I I eat neither. Love that kraut. Who's that, Whitey Ford? Whitey Ford. Mm. Love that kraut. I thought it was Whitey Herzog. Uh, Maybe it's Herzog. The Timberwolves won. The Wild won. The Gophers did not win. Your Gopher basketball squad might not win again this year. The uh, tickets for the zip line. Are I would rather s- have them lose with I, good I'm guys. Not sure, I, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to function here with this you putrid. You can't come in here. You know what it is? Putrid. Yeah, you're not allowed to do the show in here. Remember you tried to do that one time? Yeah. It didn't well, work. Well, yeah, but it smells just as bad in there, doesn't yeah, it? It's, oh. In fact, it might even be worse because the microwave is closer to our studio I'd than find yours. I'd find her $250,000. Yeah, you would, see? The tickets for the uh, zip line are sold out. I didn't purchase any. Dang it. Should we get a press pass? No, you ride it. I'm not riding it. And test her out? Uh, the Super Bowl host committee reopened the uh, zip line presale at 10 a.m. yesterday. First come, first serve for 6,000 reserve slots to ride during the uh, festivities. They're 30 bucks a pop. They sold out in less than an hour. Who gets the money? Who makes the money on this? The I organizing would, committee? I would... I would have guessed that it goes to the host. Or the NFL will seize it. They'll just take it. Yeah, if it's not sanctioned, they'll just... How many teams in the NFL? 32? 32. Yeah. Uh, The committee had already sold 4,000 rides during the first round of reservations last month. Initially, the plan was to allow for walk-up riders to fill out the remaining slots. But host committee spokeswoman Andrea Mokros said they decided to make it reservation only so visitors could plan. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ride so open. I'm sorry to interrupt, but this isn't necessarily just local yokels doing it. This is uh, this could be people coming from uh, Cincinnati or Washington. I think you are correct. Okay. Uh, host, uh, uh, the ride opens Jan 26 and ends on game day, Feb 4. Canada-based Zip Trek Eco Tours. We'll build four launching towers on Nicollet Island to support four lines across the Mississippi. Riders will travel 750 feet to rest to West River Parkway. Okay. That's scary. I want to do it, but it scares the hell out of me. Okay, good luck. Does it add more fear knowing that it goes over the river? Yeah, that's more of the, uh, the adrenaline rush. For me, you know, the cable snaps I, you know, and I'm I can in the see drink. doing it in July. <clears throat> I'm not plunging into a cold river. I'd like to plunge into a warm river. Well, if you plunge into a cold river, it's going to be over sooner. So what the heck? What? My death? Yeah. Aren't you cheating death if you go over a zip line, go over a river on a zip line? Yeah. You want, I, I developed a theory today trying to get here. 
traffic moving very slowly. Did you have to make a move? Uh, n- Which no. is slower than normal. No, because the way I get here is I make a move. It's not, and, that, and it gets bad when you have to make a move on top of your make a move. Right. I did not have to. Does this involve um, you know, blo- a, a shortcut through Bloomington? Because you never know how you're going. No, but, and I, I understand uh, caution is wise counsel when the roads are okay. icy. I, I, yeah. But 20 and a 40, I think, is over as an overabundance of caution. Uh, okay. Don't I you? would agree with you, yes. Yeah. If you're going 20 and a 40... You know, maybe a thirty is thirty is okay. Twenty nine, but I thought, is it any wonder? Now, this is, I think I'm not sure this qualifies as a deep thought. Okay, it, it might qualify as a deep thought. Uh, it's 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 a take on something we've said before, but I think it's a new take. Hmm. But I don't know if it's a deep thought. It, you you can tell me when we're done. Okay, is it any wonder? I framed the question in my mind that so many people are willing to buy into the idea that humans are causing the climate to change? Is it any wonder that so many people are willing to, to, to buy that when the news gathering industry, not even generally speaking, but the entire news gathering industry has it as part of its template to treat the weather, just the weather, Ordinary weather. Mm-hmm. For I submit to you, this is a, you know, I've the, this is January 11th in Minnesota. There's been a million of them. Right. Is it any wonder so many people buy into the concept uh, being sold to them about humans changing the climate when news gather when the news gathering institution treats the weather as an unusual event, just the weather. Uh, they 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 make a big deal out of it. Every, they, but not even, <clears throat> and and of course there are serious serious weather events. I understand that, right. but it's gotten to the point where in the news gathering industry, just the normal next day's forecast can often lead the news. Hmm. I submit to you okay. <clears throat> that the forecast today uh, does not fall outside the boundaries of normal for January. This is what we get. This is what we get, right. Okay, I and would agree. Yet, and yet it was sold uh, by all the news gathering it institutions. Comes. It was sold to TV, uh, most radio, not here, uh, newspapers. It was sold as unusual. If not unusual, it was sold as something you must be keenly aware of, be prepared for, or or basically you'll, you'll die. We got an event coming, yep. And then what happens, let's peel away the layers here. Okay. Let's say that let's say that theory's true. Is it any wonder people buy into the global climate change BS because news gatherers sell them on the idea that the weather in and of itself constitutes an inconvenience to their lives, which gets us back to the the true believers must have some day in mind in 1963 or whenever, when they thought it was perfect hmm. and they think it all should be perfect lest they be inconvenienced. That, so people get a hold of this. Oh, Al Gore, for example, who quite literally makes money capitalizing on this belief. Right. As do, uh, for the most part, Democratic governors of states, like the Jay Inslee in Washington state, who says, we have 29 days left to save the children, meaning we have 29 legislative days left to enact a carbon tax. 
So they, they intend to capitalize on what has become almost an American norm to, to believe that the weather in and of itself constitutes some sort of crisis. And only, you know, if only I can tax you more, I can fix it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and people end up <clears throat> believing this. Well, I'll peel it away one step further. Where would it come from that people are so willing to buy the ill-advised BS from the news gatherers? Okay, I think it's because ultimately, when you get right to the bottom of it, we're so spoiled as a nation, Mm -hmm. we're so spoiled that we believe weather should not cause an inconvenience in our lives, nor should there be any inconvenience in our lives. And I think that's a, a belief that stems from being so impossibly spoiled that it opens the door to believing that a snowfall or a heavy wind or a rainstorm will wreak havoc and thus your life has to face an inconvenience and we don't want any inconveniences. I've already said for the euphorians listening and they're listening while trying to read and, and, and drive their car, which is difficult for them, but I've already said, I understand there are significantly serious weather events. The mudslide in California is horrific, but that's what happens when a fire burns out the brush. Then the rains come, wipe off the mud. The rains regenerate the soil. New greenery will grow. Then California will get dry again, and it will burn. Then you'll have another mudslide. That's California. That's the way it's been. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where was I? Well, I just wanted to add here your breaking news, your own Governor Dayton here. Mm Mm-hmm. Dayton positions Ascoff Finlayson to repay 110% of carbon footprint cost. What, the Mark is touting this? Uh, this is this just, is a company run by his uh, children. Well, yeah, social-minded outdoor retailer Ascoff. This is, this is precious beyond belief. This mm-hmm. is just precious. It's, uh, and, 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 yeah, this it, is Eric's outfit. It's criminal. Other retailers should march on the Star Tribune with lit torches and demand the same kind of publicity for their retail endeavors as Dayton gets for free from the Star Tribune. I'll say. It's just ridiculous. What about Dayton now? Well, uh, it's it's talking about his kid. Yeah, a social-minded outdoor retailer pledging more than $1 million to aid the world's climate. And it's it's BS. (laughs) It's utter BS. Right. And the Star Tribune? Oh, no, they say, what this is, let's canonize this person. (sighs) Well, because the Star Tribune, like the any news gathering organization, is guilty of this. It's it's guilty of planting this idea that the weather, in and of itself, is either perfect or it constitutes an inconvenience in your life. Then I, that brings me full circle back to my my uh, original uh, theory. Is it any wonder that the that the climate change crowd? Is it any wonder people can have such a purchase on them? They're they're willing to believe it. Because, wait a minute. If today's an inconvenience to me because of the weather, then something must be done about it. So we don't have weather like this. We don't want to be inconvenienced. Or in the summer if it's 98 and humid. Something must be done. Because they all must have some idea in mind of perfection. San Diego, 76 and sunny. Maybe that's what they want. Doesn't happen here. It does. It just doesn't happen here in January. Right. 
at no time in at no time since humans lived on earth has man man people man as in women and men at no time since man has been on earth has man been in harmony with nature it, it, you can't be it's impossible because it's two separate entities that have nothing to do with each other i'm done now okay i got it off Not my very chest good. well you know you get a lot of time to think when you're going 20 and a 40 <laughs> It's the end of the world as we know it, but he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Hi, Ed. Oh. Hi, Ed. Hey, Joe. Say, uh, you just have to take one tiny step further with the in- and I agree with what you said about the inconvenience, you know, the weather is an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Then they have to also be able to point the finger at something to blame for it, mm-hmm. which is either an incandescent light bulb, Freon for air conditioners, the SUV, you know, you, you name it. I mean, that, that's, that, that's the, that's the end of it right there. You know, the, the last thing that, that they need to, uh, that they typically do is point and say, this is what's causing and this is what, what behavior needs to change. Yeah, but only others must change their behavior. It's okay if they have the incandescent that's, light bulb. That's windmilling, yeah, right? Yep, yeah, thank you. Who, who's my guy? Who's the one guy I'll take a, a tongue lashing uh, you from? Be, it's no, it's Pedro Luca. Luca, yeah, Pedro. Pedro Luca. Yep. I just got an email from a true believer, Chris, somebody, and he's all uh, worked up that I don't believe in the science. What you know? He's not doing anything about it. If his name was Pedro Luca, I would have taken his email seriously. Pedro Luca is the hermit who lives in, uh, where in the hell does he live? Peru? Argentina, Arge- Brazil, somewhere. Uses no electricity, uses no utilities, has no, uh, doesn't have a car, lives in a cave, forages for food, gets water out of the stream. Hey, he was the first guy to drink raw water that the hippies are now well, that's selling true. in, in right. uh, that's San true. Francisco. Uh, but all of these uh, hypocrites, uh, especially the Hollywood crowd, with they have homes that require the utilities that would serve uh, that would serve a small town in Kansas. Right? Who who are they kidding? Uh, anyway, you can't have it both ways. If you're Pedro Luca and you want to, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, I'm going to listen intently. Well, he's not going to use a phone though. See, I see, he wouldn't use a phone. Right. He doesn't have a phone. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but your point is to to Chris and people that want to want to spar. What you, your part of your point is? Nature is bigger than man. And let's uh, let's uh, you know. Speaking of science, mm-hmm. some birds are so stressed by noise. How stressed are they? They have post-traumatic uh, stress disorder. No, mm-hmm. they have PTSD. Birds cannot have that. Yeah, they do. They just get nervous. Uh, this is a, this is from the always uh, willing to write such nonsense Washington Post, which used to be a hell of a newspaper. Uh, the bluebird didn't realize what she was getting herself into when she chose her new home about 75 yards from a natural gas compressor. It was only as the days and weeks wore on that the low wind of machinery started to take a toll. It was harder to hear the sounds of approaching predators or even the normal noises of the surrounding world, so she had to maintain constant vigilance. Her stress hormone levels became skewed. Her health deteriorated. She couldn't resettle because she had a nest full of hatchlings. Yet her chicks suffered too, growing up small and scantily feathered. Scientists couldn't ask the bluebird what she was feeling. Right, they don't they, talk. 
But when they sampled the bird's blood as part of a study of 240 nesting sites surrounding natural gas treatment facilities in northern New Mexico, they found she showed the same physiological symptoms as a human suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, okay. I like birds. Yes, yeah, you uh, yes, you saved many of many. I birds. have saved many yeah. birds' lives. I like birds. Yes, I, yes, I do. do. <laughs> I like birds. How about you? How about you? But am I supposed to care? Uh, I can't help it if the if the bluebird built her nest there. That's her problem. Right. I'm uh, I'm going to help out that veteran that comes back from uh, seeing some things mm-hmm. uh, while serving. Mm-hmm. That. That's post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. A bird sitting by a compressor, mm-hmm. um, not really worried about it. So birds, interestingly, uh, the alarmists uh, are really trying to use birds in a variety of ways. Uh, you have the you have the crowd that believes they're walking knee-deep through dead birds in, in downtown areas because the birds are crashing into windows, therefore commerce must be reined in or windows must be darkened or whatever they come up with. And now we're supposed to be worried about birds because commerce is causing them to have PTSD because of noise. I'm going to elect not to worry. Uh, uh, the birds uh, seem to be doing just fine. And and if, if they want to nest elsewhere, that'd be fine with me too. Right. Uh, who's on line one? Chad, go ahead, please. Hey, this is Chad. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Regarding birds and noise, I like birds. And as a courtesy to the birds, I'm a drummer. I play drums as a hobby. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to own any birds in captivity. Well, because you know, I like birds. You know what? Then you've done more than ninety-nine and nine tenths percent of all of the alarmists who want to change uh, our behavior because of the climate. You you have done what you have to do. I appreciate the kind words, Mayor. That's all I have. Thank you, you. Hey, are you in a band right now? I'm looking for competent bass players. All right, Ooh, thank yeah. you. Uh, Isn't that the joke? They're always looking for uh, for a, a good drummer. Don't get your hopes up, okay? just because you hold it up here. You know. Oh, I'm ready. I play the nipple bass. I know you do. Right. Is uh, is Chris Reavers ready? Filling in for John Height, he is. Here's Chris Reavers in the John Height newsroom, and uh, you have you have an admirable goal. Okay. For the new year, you are trying to avoid. <laughs> coins getting tossed into the scan bucket mm-hmm. and you're succeeding you haven't had a coin tossed in yet a lot of pressure and nice. and my only admonition to you my only counsel would be news could be a challenge for you so i want you to be you know um i had to ex- be careful i had that. an extended drive on my way in today yep. uh, for my trip from carver county we do we all did yep um that's all i thought about was dear god these might be one of the two days where I screw this up. I, I have, don't, uh, yeah, don't I have the sounder ready. Oh boy! I don't want to use it. All right. right. Uh, this news report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. The Wolves topped the Thunder last night, 104-88, to win their third straight game. Jimmy Butler led the way with 26 points. Carl Anthony Towns had another double-double with 18 points and 12 rebounds. This was also the seventh straight game that the Wolves had held their opponent to under 100 points. Reigning MVP Russell Westbrook had 38 points 
and 10 rebounds for Oklahoma City with the win. The Wolves are now 27-16 and in first place in the Northwest Division. Last night was also their fifth straight sellout. Uh, they host the Knicks on Friday night in Portland on Sunday night. Wild defenseman Ryan Suter scored the go-ahead goal in the third period to beat the Black Hawks in 2-1 in Chicago last night. The win snapped a four-game road losing streak. It also moved the team ahead of Chicago for seventh place in the Western Conference standings. Jonas Brodin scored the other goal for the Wild, and Devin Dubnik stopped 34 of 35 shots. The Wild come home to host Winnipeg on Saturday and Vancouver on Sunday. Let me see if I have this straight. Check the, this the, out. The, the Vikings play at about 3.30 on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, both the Wild and Timberwolves have home games that night? Yeah, the Wolves play at 8 p.m., I believe, and I think the Wild are at 7. I think the Wild are at 6. Did that, would, you're, not get, you're not getting scanned for that. Didn't I, they I'm move just, the time, though, remember, because the because of the game? Well, here, we're fact-based. Let me look. Because it wasn't listed in the paper. Uh, or maybe it wasn't. I missed it. But I thought we According changed According to uh, the Star Tribune, they have Vancouver Sunday at 6 p.m. It is 6 p.m. Okay, I thought maybe they had moved it because of the, of the Vikings. Well, if they're going to move it because of the Vikings, they either have to move it till noon or 8 p.m. Or 8 p.m., right. 6 is right in the middle of it. Uh, by the way, we found out yesterday that Eric Stahl will represent the Wild in the All-Star Game in Tampa on January 28th. And former Gopher Blake Wheeler and Burnsville native Brock Besser also were selected. I am verifying at NHL.com that the game is at, well, okay. This is not an Eastern time. I thought it was going to be Eastern. It's 7 p.m. Central time, according to NHL.com. Well, who's to be more trusted, NHL.com or the local newspaper? I think I'm going to go with accuracy, and that right now would be NHL.com. Well, that is the team's website. Right. This is the Central time right, zone. Very good. The Golden Gopher men's basketball team were blown out last night, 83-60 to to Northwestern, in front of a roaring crowd of 5,514 at Allstate Arena. That's about all it holds, I think. Jordan Murphy had eight points and two rebounds, snapping his 17-game uh, streak of double-doubles. It was the most to start a season since Tim Duncan did it back in 1997. The Gophers return home to play the number 5-ranked Purdue Boilermakers at 11 a.m., on Saturday. I'm going to go out on a pretty thick limb here. Let's go. That Jimmy Butler can play. He there is a uh, he is a fun player to he watch. He can play. The last you're couple right. of nights too, that they're, they're now fun to watch. You know before they would win a few games, but it's like they're, they're not that fun you know, to watch. You know who seemed to have a little uh, spark in his step last night? Wiggins. Wiggins. Yeah. Ah. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. Mhm. Mm Galvanized by what they see as corporate dominance over the upcoming Super Bowl, a coalition of activist groups plans to protest the February 4th game. Jess Sundin, an organizer for Twin Cities Coalition for Justice for Jamar Clark, said that she expects several hundred people for the protest to call attention to stubborn racial and economic disparities around the state and demand an end to police brutality. Her group joined the loose coalition that is calling itself... The Super Bowl Anti-Racist Anti-Corporation Coalition. Catchy. Got it, yeah. I can't wait to see their t-shirts. catchy. Organizers expect to announce the list of protest targets at a news conference this afternoon. Sundin sees the game and its numerous sideshows, which run from January 26th to February 4th, as an emblem of corporate greed, at odds with the interests of the people, while siphoning attention from pressing issues like affordable housing, homelessness, affordable for whom, and school funding. Mm -hmm. The amounts of resources... Never enough for the schools, is there? No. The, the amount of resources invested in hosting this event could have been spent in solving real problems, she said. 
We have bus drivers who barely settle their contracts and school teachers who are trying to settle their own contracts. The protest will start with a rally at PV Park on Super Bowl Sunday, followed by a march to U.S. Bank Stadium. Organizers insisted on keeping the exact route secret. Southern California rescue workers using dogs and scanners searched for eight people feared lost in the wreckage of this week's deadly mudslides. 17 people were confirmed dead after a wall of mud roared down hillsides two days earlier in the scenic area between the Pacific Ocean and the Los Padres National Forest, according to Santa Barbara County authorities. The mudslides destroyed about 100 homes and injured 28 people. We have crews out there, said Amber Anderson, a spokeswoman for the Santa Barbara County Fire Department. They've been working 24 hours a day. About 500 rescuers using search dogs, military helicopters, and thermal imaging equipment were on the scene. On Wednesday, dogs helped crews rescue 10 stranded residents. Anderson said rescuers were partly reflected in the tally of missing, which was revised to 8 from 17 on Thursday morning. Search and rescue efforts have been slow as crews have to navigate through waist-deep mud, fallen trees, boulders, and other debris. Teams have completed initial searches of the entire debris field and are about a quarter of the way through a more intensive secondary search of the zone. Five states in Mexico City now have the sternest do-not-travel advisories under a revamped U.S. State Department system unveiled yesterday, putting them on the same level as war-torn countries like Syria, Yemen, and Somalia. The five states are... Oh, boy. Okay, now. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You can do it, George. Tamalupas. I'll take that. I have no idea. On the U.S. border in Sonalia, Colima, Mikocan, and Guerrero on the Pacific coast. All the states are hotspots of drug cartel activity. Sinaloa in there? Sinaloa? Sin- I don't know if I'm pronouncing it Colima correctly. Colima is where... Sinaloa, uh, yes. I'm sorry. Is Sinaloa. in there? Is, is in there. All right. Colima is where you can find Manzanillo. Is it? Yes. Either hosting trafficking routes or extensive drug uh, crop cultivation. The State Department have previously discouraged travel to all or part of these states, but the new warnings are sterner, placing them on a level four warning, the highest level of any potential danger. Mexico has 31 states, half of which are now under level three or level four warnings. Uh, Joe? Yes. We do have an update on the Lindy Lou story. Ooh. Lindy Lou, what's her last Lehman? name? Lindy Lou Lehman. Lindy Lou Lehman. Yeah. She's L-A-Y. the hot, crazy Matrix chick in uh, Dallas who uh, tore up her dates of paintings of Andy Warhol. Well, and it's funny you mentioned that because we are fact-based, so we had some help from loyal listener Andrew down in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Lindy, That's closer to Texas than we are, isn't right. it? Lindy Lou is not in the no-go zone. Really? As you'll hear here, I grabbed a snippet. She's in a different zone. Oh. Above the crazy line, we have... The danger zone. This is your redheads, your strippers, anyone named Tiffany, hairdressers. This is where your car gets keyed, you get a bunny in the pot, your tires get slashed, and you wind up in jail. Understand something. This is not a static environment. This is a situation where you have got to use this matrix over time yep. to develop some reliable data. So right. she's she's beyond no goal. She's in the danger zone. She's in the zone. Danger, danger zone. zone. I mean, she's ripping hey, so up. Your uh, car get keyed. You get right. a bunny in the pot. She's throwing over twenty thousand dollars statues. <laughs> and just and just for fun, we got to throw in this other fifteen second soundbite yep. too. Above an eight hot and between about a seven and a five crazy. This is your wife zone. When you meet this girl, you should consider a long term relationship. Now, below a five crazy and above an eight hot. This is your unicorn zone. These things don't exist. If you find 
a unicorn. Please capture it safely. Keep it alive. We'd like to study it and maybe look at how to replicate that. Okay. So your wife should be between a five and an eight. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, above and below are the just unicorns. They don't exist. Well, I, I'm uh, grateful to the Thank Iowan you, uh, Thank you, for uh, alerting us that we missed that. She, she's not crazy. She's in danger she's zone. In the danger, danger zone. zone. Danger zone. <laughs> you got to really look out. All right, for we'll that. be back with Dave Dahl. David Dahl's very important forecast in Garage Logic is brought to you by the Duluth Training Company with locations in Fridley. Bloomington, Woodbury, and of course, Duluth. Here's Dave Dahl. Roads are a nightmare out there. It's getting worse, Joe. We have, uh, we've had about two inches of snow, and we may pick up another half an inch to an inch before it tapers off at about 5 o'clock. Uh, timing is not good for the afternoon commute with this heavier band of snow kind of moving through eastern Minnesota into western Wisconsin. Not producing a terrible amount of snow, but it's that light, fluffy, very uh, slippery variety with temperatures dropping. We're at 9 above right now with a wind chill of 9 degrees below zero, and the temps are still dropping. We're going to go all the way down to 6 below zero tonight. High of only 5 above tomorrow with partly cloudy skies expected. And then on Saturday, partly cloudy as well, 4 above, but 13 below Saturday night. And then Sunday for the uh, Viking game. Of course, that's indoors, but uh, we're going to have pretty good potential for getting some snow in the afternoon from mid-afternoon all the way through the evening on Sunday. A couple of inches of snow not out of the question for Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, and it stays cold through the first part of the week. We're talking temperatures below zero in the teens below for overnight lows and single-digit highs for Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, it does warm up a little bit, gets back into the mid-teens for highs then. Again, tonight, Joe, falling temps down to six below. Right now, we're at nine above. All right, thank you. The Obama Presidential Center Library in Chicago is coming under fire uh, amid concerns about the cost and doubts about the benefits to the local area. Uh, It's coming under fire from a very unlikely or surprising source. What's that? The Academy. Come on. The failing Academy. How can they do that? Uh, They would be pro. uh, A group of professors from the school where Obama once taught is slamming one proposal as socially regressive. Mm. Uh, The former president said uh, that he has been hands-on with the project and had high hopes for what it could do for the local area. Michelle and I want this center to be more than just a building, Obama said. We want to create an economic engine for the south side of Chicago, a cultural attraction that showcases the south side to the rest of the world. Uh, The Obama Foundation, which unveiled updated plans on Wednesday, says the center is estimated to support nearly 5,000 new jobs during construction and 2,500 permanent jobs once it opens. A lot of jobs. It also claims that in in its first 10 years, the center is expected to have a total economic impact of $3.1 billion. Wow. We don't know that. Why don't we make a bunch of these? But in an open letter published Monday... More than 100 University of Chicago professors and faculty members said they share the concerns of a wide range of neighborhood and activist groups that the Obama Center will not provide the promised development or economic benefits to the neighborhood. The complaint that since they complain that since the new center will be located near an existing museum in the University of Chicago, there will be no land to start new businesses or restaurants nearby. Huh. Uh, The letter also slams a proposed 450-car parking lot as socially regressive. Oh, we don't want to drive This is the left eating their own here. Mm -hmm. This is uh, windmilling on top of uh, cannibalism. 
claiming that it privileges cars and those who can afford them. Wow. So the academy, the uh, uh, the people from the academy are living up to their reputation, but they're going after one of their own. <laughs> right. <clears throat> parking is expensive, and no public lands are being given away. All the profits from this parking will go to the Obama Foundation, the letter said. None of the funds will go back to the city to improve train lines and public transportation infrastructure. Overall, this is a socially regressive plan. Uh, how many of those 100 professors do you think have cars? Uh, I would bet 99% of them. One Uh, guy rides his bike. Perhaps voicing their inner Joni Mitchell, the writers say the nearby park ought to be preserved for future generations and not given to a private entity for development into a parking lot. They must be uh, referring to Joni Mitchell's paving paradise put up a parking lot. Clever. Uh, Finally, the letter complains that Chicago taxpayers will be forced to foot a bill of hundreds of millions of dollars and that the widening of the Lakeshore Drive express rail, oh, Expressway alone could cost over 100 mil. 100 mil. It's a lot of cash. Uh, then they claim it'll attract a lot of people and uh, uh, Barack just loves it and... Uh, Uh, They're going to go ahead with it. The Obama Foundation will take its plans before the Chicago Plan Commission in the spring with the goal of completing construction by 2021. Aha. So you've got got their hero on one hand, uh, but then they're turning on on him on the other hand because they they think cars are for the privileged and... uh, it's it's not going to work out. For <laughs> they're them. eating. What do you say? They're eating their young. They're eating their young. <laughs> they're eating their own. Their own. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Souchere. I have something coming up of interest to all garage logicians, hmm. particularly those who are garage owners. Uh, and what a homeowners association in California forced those garage owners to do. Fifteen hundred. Want to stick around for that one, bro? ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Eleven. 